Hello. provides a new way of interacting with the internet uh, the current generation of internet is based on web 2 where you can not only read stuff but you can also contribute to create content on the internet for example in the first generation of internet you could only read the existing websites the existing html content in the second generation of the internet you got facebook twitter reddit where you can not only read what others talk about but you can also say your own opinion but now web3 is the third generation of a paradigm of the internet where you can not just post but you can own a community and create a community where you can interact with the people that are you know uh, interacting with you either the either the people could be interacting with you via reading your content or contributing to your content so you get uh, even more personalized ways of interacting with you and while it's decentralized there is no centralized authority that you know uh, basically uh, tries to make sure that uh, certain interactions are happening all of this is decentralized and you get to engage with your community not just uh, create content but create content in such a way that your community is more satisfied so you mean uh, so just to summarize what you what you said web one is just a static web web two is more about the input uh, yeah. you you have like some way of voicing it out and web 3 is more about the community aspect so like, i mean uh, i mean the community aspect is still going on with web 2 right so i mean almost all the famous web 2 platforms currently facebook instagram or just another communities hmm. so and it becomes easy uh, the centralized uh, thing of a community what does a decentralized community mean like why the community should be decentralized yeah so in a centralized community for example uh, in you can take the examples of facebook youtube or reddit uh, a creator can create some content and you as a follower of that content can only comment about it or uh, or you know you can suggest some edits over it but then you cannot have a ownership of it or whatever uh, you know monetary benefits or any other kind of benefits that's coming out of the creator content they all go only to the creator even though the creator likes to engage you in the community there is no uh, easy mechanism to do that for example you watch a youtube video you like the creator uh, and you may comment uh, something on the youtube video uh, the max that creator can do is to create i mean if a comment is about you know if it was a very great suggestion he can incorporate the suggestion in in his uh, creative content but then there is no easy way to incentivize you uh, because your suggestion has been considered into his creative content so web3 provides a way where there is no uh, centralized authority that owns the entire platform or the entire content uh, the members of the community uh, who own the tokens of that particular community all of them together uh, you know sort of own the ownership and the entire community decides what is going to happen uh, what's going to be the future of that particular community there is no centralized authority that decides what's going to happen if it, if if you as a creator are posting some content in facebook page you hold the rights to do whatever you want to 
and you cannot uh, you know you cannot make your fans engage in directly you can indirectly do so by receiving mails and you reading mails and filtering out those mails and trying to do some stuff but web3 provides you a direct way to engage them in and at the same time you get other features like you know you could uh, distribute our uh, shares of your uh, benefits that you get or profits or money out of your content directly to your fans those like whoever contributes the most your top fans you could directly be interacting with them and and give them certain benefits and merchandise etc understand i mean uh, i mean most of whatever the thing is happening say with the i don't know so reddit is like one of the closest like where you have some virtual coins or token or thermal coins that yeah. you could give reward like so i mean there are different ways of creating the same concept in a web 2 world right mm-hmm. so what's so special about web 3 is it the technology it's uh, i mean that's integrated into it like say for web 2 just because of an input uh, button that got added mm-hmm. it, it triggered out a lot of social chain reactions mm-hmm. like how people could use uh, the same tool so uh, so web 3 is a tool driven or is it ab- is or is it still abstract thought that this is how the web should be and there are no tools as such uh i mean i i don't consider that web3 is still an abstract concept because there are lots of tools already there over the internet which you could use to uh, realize all the features that web3 can provide you uh, uh but albeit they're not as popular as reddit or facebook is uh however but i like to point out two main differences between web2 and web3 with respect to uh, you know with the social media platforms uh, the first thing is that uh, in web2 a centralized authority takes decisions as to what should happen uh, twitter for example decided to not engage with posts that are related to elections facebook for example like uh, sorry uh, i think it was facebook which did, which has decided to not engage with any post related elections because it's very difficult to filter out elections and uh, twitter has uh, taken an um, extremely opposite uh, measure of blocking some people out of their platform uh, no matter what they wanted to tweet they decided to block some people out of the platform and that's an but then like who takes like who decides what's morally or ethically correct uh in web2 still the ownership is uh, associated with a single entity and that single entity is liable and responsible uh to be you know responsible to be ethical and moral and it's often very difficult uh, scenario to you know tackle in web3 there is it's first of all decentralized so that's one of the biggest differences um it's the community that decides what is supposed to happen what is the rule of the community what and how good are the rules being uh, executed and how good is the governance of the communities all of these things are decentralized so people love the acts uh, the aspect that it's decentralized and it's not centralized with one entity with there are several issues with uh, one entity having power you know with great power you get great responsibility and with with great power you also get uh, uh, you are also in a position to govern many other things but yeah so this is one of the main advantages and the one of the main differences not just about advantages but the second difference is that you can really be part of that community 
today if you want to be part of some uh, let us say company or a community that community or the company has to be publicly traded and you have to buy stocks of that community or the company and the only way you can engage with with that company is either you be an employee of that company or you literally buy the stocks of that company but to buy stocks of that company it needs to be publicly traded and there are several rules for a company to be publicly traded that needs to be first satisfied before they can publicly trade uh, but with uh, web3 economies you can uh, you know hold ownerships with whatever community that you feel closely connected with uh, you all you need to do is to uh, probably hold either the nfts of the community or the creator coins or certain non fungible uh, or certain other kinds of nfts uh, which give you rights over how you could you know vote towards suggestions or suggest some uh, changes to the rules of the governance of the community all all you need to do is to just do wear this and and the third thing is uh you can also hold your anonymity in in web2 it's very difficult to hold uh, anonymity uh, reddit is for example one of the closest things where you have anonymity where you know you don't need to explicitly tell what your email id is you can you can sign in with any user id uh, but in web3 any any decentralized application that is built over web, uh, that is built over the blockchain protocol all it works is with the with the cryptographic address for example it could be your ethereum wallet and it won't be linked with your identity so you know in a way you could use uh, multiple uh, versions of yourself depending on what your interests are because they're not identified with any you know a single identity understood understood so um, this, this is triggering a lot of uh, curious thoughts in me like the in the form of governance as well, if you if you could see If if I could just abstract, uh, now we are discussing about the virtual communities, but from thousands of years we still had real communities in general. So we used to be very cavemen, and then the power actually shifted from that to monarchies, where we are the autocratic government. Like there is a king, there is a or there is a family which rules the entire things, and they decide the rules and stuff. Hmm. And now we came to democracies. and the democracies but one common thing that i would see even in a democracy is i i feel the tipping point of democracy is even though you have you feel like you have a right to vote your vote could be manipul- manipulated i mean that's how mm-hmm. that's what we are saying with facebook and stuff mm-hmm. so uh yeah so that's one way of how i could see uh, the democracy not working at all mm-hmm. and even if the democracy is working so there is always one kind of a model so especially with uh, re- uh, communities uh, say if one misbehaved so there should be some way of taking action on them so then in, it, it also it's also up to say if if it's democracy like if, if it's a current online community i could draw some parallels with a democracy where the power who is a whoever is in the power uh, the prime minister or the president or someone mm. so the ceo so they appoint a new body mm. just to moderate stuff whoever is misbehaving mm. that's police mm. like here it there could be anyone mm. and depending on the type of uh, constitutional body they can take different actions yeah. so that's one type of moderation yeah. so how would web3 handle moderation so i mean if it's not democracy uh, how how it would moderate uh, so uh, there are certain uh, 
you know uh decentralized our systems that are already you can see today that are already functional in web3 space uh, which are called daos dao which is called decentralized autonomous organizations so the way these decentralized autonomous organization works is that you have a group of uh, moderators of the organizations who basically moderate whatever is happening uh, inside this dao economy or community and every person who holds this dao token uh, gets rights to vote towards its governance and uh, based on the rules of the dao uh, certain suggestions could be made and the dao token holders could vote towards those suggestions and the and the rules of the dao would decide how to evaluate these votes for example it could be majority voting like whoever like whichever choice of option gets the majority of voting gets selected at the, at the end and that's what the dao finally decides to commit on and whatever output you get out of that committed action for example the output could be money the output could be an ip of a product uh it could be an insight that you had uh, created out of your research or uh, it could be yeah, it could be anything but the ownership of whatever it is could be uh you know shared with the token holders all of this is the fact you know the amount uh, like everything on the blockchain cannot be edited like anything on the blockchain cannot be edited you cannot manipulate it uh, unless there are certain attacks where you can manipulate it for example 51% attack where you own 51% of that of that particular token and uh, and then you mint more than others and then you could uh, decide how the blockchain is there how the blockchain behaves but uh, in general uh, whatever happens on the blockchain cannot be edited that easily and given that it cannot be edited you can have trust i mean there is no person that is more powerful than you who can you know revoke uh, who can remove the actions that you had taken from the records uh, and hence there is a very easily traceable and trackable way for uh, a dao to uh, assign certain percentage of the final products ip or money to you as an individual based on how many tokens you hold uh, you can track everything on a dao uh but yeah some of you can still draw some similarities like you know you still have certain moderators and uh the whole and the community basically votes which is similar to what happens in a democracy where you have a group of uh, member of members of the parliament and then the people vote for the members of the parliament and the members of the parliament take the decisions uh though but i would say two major differences one of the major differences is what i already talked about where the output of this entire thing is also owned not just by the members of the parliament but also by the community in the proportion of the number of tokens that they hold and uh, the second thing is uh, no one is more powerful than any other one in the community everyone is you know it's a it's a decentralized system the, the one with the more tokens is powerful than others the one with the more tokens could i mean they have more uh, ability to engage in the community but yeah if they have more than 50% tokens and they can control the entire community but 
but definitely if somebody has more tokens than someone else it's no they could erase it from the record uh, i mean you you're saying 50% more more than 50% to erase it from the record yeah. so, so most of the existing laws make sure that there is no single entity that can hold more than 50% of the tokens where such attacks can happen uh, today we we know many uh, of the attacks that a blockchain system can be susceptible to and most of the dao systems they make sure that such uh, attacks are you know not going to happen uh, but yeah, at the end of the day uh, it's not the most perfect governance system and we don't know what's the answer for the most perfect governance system itself is debatable <laughs> do you want a, do you want an utilitarian world where you can quantify the benefits of uh, one thing versus the other thing or like it depends on it like you know the trolley problem would you prefer killing one person or would you prefer killing five persons by pulling the lever okay yeah so and there are many people who argue that uh, autocratic government with a good autocratic uh, i mean the person who is controlling uh, is much better than uh, a democracy <laughs> i don't know like people go wild after a point <laughs> yeah we assume that democracy is like forever but i don't know 300 years old <laughs> but out of the known history i don't know it's, it's almost like 5000 years old yeah. yeah so it's very fairly a new idea and i could still see beaters in the world of democracy and so the people start writing about how you could manipulate or influence the mind of the person who is voting hmm. uh and they don't even know that you are actually influencing <laughs> yeah 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 i think it just helps if you are aware that there are people over there who are trying to influence you if you are aware of the fact then you can make more land decisions about you know what's happening in the world around you and democracy is just a kind of governance where you or even the dawas where you want to give power to the community and the people uh, in a decentralized manner whether yeah. that's the most altruistic thing to do in the world or the most efficient way to lead the humanity is <laughs> is a question for the future we need to no, but i actually see there are many benefits uh, especially with this kind of thing uh, concerning to the point that you faced about how you could redistribute money mm-hmm. uh, so that everyone who is taking a part gets their fair share yeah so that's some huge advantage yeah. i think that's where i think the initial web3 is also headed i'm not sure like i don't know much about what web3 is currently doing but i hope uh, i mean i not hope i i'm assuming that it is going into the direction of particularly finance and making sure that the money is getting distributed yep, yep, it started yep. with the focus of money I'm not sure whether it would yeah. work. Yeah, so currently you can see lots of applications where Web3 is engaged with the entertainment industry where, you know, uh, there are a bunch of creative coins with the influencers or the creators and, you know, they really engage with their community uh, to, uh, you know, provide their fans with either the merchandise or certain uh, super fans or early fans benefits. and recently you also see uh, an increase in the number of uh, fan communities uh, example fanly super fans only fans uh, where the folk instead of everything being public the focus has shifted to you subscribing to the content of a creator and the creator's focus has shifted to creating content that their fans who are willing to pay are interested in yeah so this is becoming more like Indian movie business. 
Are there any other directions which you see apart from finance that's going into? Uh, you know, apart from finance, I think that personally the reason why I am uh, you know, most excited and bullish about the creator economy and the concept of blockchain and cryptocurrencies in whole is that uh, first of all, whatever happens on the chain cannot be altered. Because it cannot be altered, there is a proof of uh, it is a proof as to what has happened and then there is a trusted traceable path if i do some action today and if that action has it and that up and that action would have its own repercussions which should have its own repercussions which would finally lead to some final product i would be able to trace back as to what are the exact set of actions that has led to this because everything is minted on the blockchain all the transactions are you know on the blockchain which cannot be edited by any power by any centralized authority in power which is not true in in real life no but that's what uh, media does it it has a history accounted history of whatever that went into it but yeah the decisions could be taken behind the doors and no one knows they yeah. they would just mark it like oh the decision was taken today at this point of time but no one actually knows why the decision was taken yeah i mean transparency is even though you have all these media houses and all you do not have transparency as to how the data has been collected what exactly was the analysis done and how scientific are their methods of analysis were with respect to coming to the conclusions but that how web3 would solve it like uh, even in web3 it would be just like a documentation rather than the uh, process uh, i mean it of course depends on the way the governance is structured but uh, in general what we have been seeing is that the uh, entire thing uh would be a uh, public in web3 there is typically you don't see stuff that are privately held uh because you typically require uh the token holders to vote on stuff the content has to be made public uh and and you see transparency like when you are literally uh giving the ownership of the ip of the end product or the money that's derived from the end product to multiple people who share the ownership of that content you have to make it uh, you have to make all the details public even if you don't want to make them public a third party person can compute what it its values like if i as a moderator of a web3 community give the token holders of the community certain uh their fair shares of profits all of these transactions are on the blockchain i can go to the main i, I can go to the blockchain if I, if i sit and if i can compute exactly how the money has flown from one wallet to other wallet and i can compute everything so there is no point in making it private understood because everything is publicly the, the entire blockchain like nobody owns the blockchain it's the community that owns the blockchain and the community is not a single person okay so other super question like it would be very stupid that's it's a very relevant question as well so where to there is facebook you upload some picture of facebook mm. but in facebook you can make it private mm. and then facebook would decide that oh, oh we will not let anyone because you made it private no one would actually see it mm. how how would this be done in web3 like i mean can you make anything private i mean uh, how how will google photos be like if it is a site google photos or google drive or is there any way that i i mean i looks like the blockchain your data on everyone's system that mm-hmm. will stuff over so it so does it mean that my photo is everywhere <laughs> everyone's stuff 
that's a very good question so there are certain uh, decentralized file systems where uh, the storage is not where the actual hard drives the data is stored is not associated with, the, with any single entity for example whatever is stored in google drive is associated with google whatever you store in one drive microsoft has access to all the all those data storage devices so there exist certain file systems which are decentralized where multiple people uh, multiple computers multiple devices allocate certain share of their memory towards this decentralized system uh to yeah and they get whatever benefits in terms of the tokens and they could use their tokens to get more storage space to store their personal information now yeah your data is stored in a decentralized manner and uh, there are very clever techniques to make sure that if the data in any particular storage is corrupted it can be corrected with the redundancies of the data stored in other so devices so you are encoding every yeah so the every image would be of course encoded uh, with your keys and only you would be able to access the keys uh the private keys to decode it and there are also currently tools where you as an individual might lose your private key sometime uh this is a difficult problem to solve uh, i mean if you really hold your private key securely then there is no issue uh but sometimes you know people want their private keys to be held by someone because you know they forget their private keys they forget their passphrases they forget their passwords due to various incidents uh so who so now whoever holds this private keys in certain way if they want to they can uh, basically encrypt your the content that they don't own they can decrypt the content that they don't own but even here also there are certain kind of tools available these days where these private keys even though the storage of the private keys is facilitated by a centralized authority the private keys themselves are distributed among multiple servers sitting uh, across multiple geographies of the world so the like like there is no single government in the country which can you know uh, say that which can uh, say rule which can pass a law that these private keys should be released uh, for the public because even though if it releases nothing happens because the whole private key is spread across multiple geographies like the only way this can happen is where the entire world unanimously agrees to uh, release <laughs> the entire public but the entire if the entire world is uh, agreeing to certain things then we would have achieved world peace on all these things <laughs> where all these problems are already solved <laughs> So, okay i'll come to all i think we are almost towards the ending so so there is another stupid question so like uh, i have seen some around the street like i think like he decided at some point mm-hmm. to not support cryptos in general because they are leading to global warming and stuff mm-hmm. so does this mean so i mean that's crypto like the amount of trading that happens in crypto is is also phenomenally less than whatever that happens in real life like mm. the transaction amount of transactions that mm. i mean but social media is not so like the amount of social media content that you consume or create or comments that you do or the messages that you send they're literally every single time like i mean i don't know like you would do say 30 or 40 times in a single day mm. but the amount of transactions that you do or like say crypto transactions at once so twice in a month right now so if once or twice in a month 
itself is leading to global warming how we about doing it like 40 or 50 times a day every single person does it so every single time you send it if the other if the other things hmm. uh, i think there would be some kind of mining that should happen on the other end to figure out to come up with a code or some some sort of yeah, yeah. or something yeah so uh, what's the repercussions for like global warming do you think it's feasible that way um yeah i mean uh, most of the gas costs that happen is uh, for the algorithmic problem of computing the hash uh, so that you know you have a signature associated with the message and computing these hashes and these are the things that basically uh, take up the compute power and compute power comes via the computers which take electricity uh but then uh, we have uh, there is a lot of research going on that are trying to which is trying to devise clever algorithms to uh, decrease the compute complexity of you know creating these hashes uh, so more and more research is going on in, into this area as the awareness has been increasing and i feel hopeful that uh, the uh, the rate at which the awareness of the crypto community increases that would it would like that would be the rate at which the problems are discovered and as the interest of the people as people are more and more involved into it people would try to solve all these problems you know it's not that we have only problems and no benefits we have lots of benefits so uh, the more we identify such problems the more we can spend our current resources to solve such problems today we have very efficient mining algorithms and uh, there are already in existence different uh, chains different blockchains where the gas costs are the gas costs vary from-